Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Low Low Down Podcast, where you get all your sports and non-sports news. Come here. Anyway, I'm broadcasting from my basement. I have my co-host here with me over Zoom, Jerry Sullivan. What's going on, Jerry? How you doing? Living life to the fullest, man. Doing all you great. can do, all you can do in this quarantine. So we got a we got a stacked lineup today. A lot of interesting topics, most of them sports, but a good great bit of them actually having to pertain to regular life as well. I mean, obviously what we know, we're two sports guys, but we wanted to make this show a mixture of both. We want to be able to give you guys the rundown or the lolo down of of you know all the news circulating as of us recording. So we wanted to start off today. You want to start off with the NBA horse competition? Yeah, so I just want to get uh, this off my chest. So the NBA on Easter Sunday had like a little horse um, competition that they live streamed from like NBA players or WNBA players for that matter. GM, it had like NBA legends, NBA players, WNBA people, stuff like that. Right. It was maybe the single worst television event ever, like of all time. You couldn't even see it. Forget the fact that it was like wildly boring. You couldn't even see it. Like, even if you were interested in watching people just shoot, you couldn't even see. I was interested to see horse shots like we see in the NBA from time to time. I was interested to see CP3 and Trey Young play. They got knocked out early, so now I really don't have a reason to watch it at all. Um, I thought the commentary was awkward at best. The exchanges between the guys on court and the guy, I forget who did the commentary at espn but i mean that was stale and then like you said it looked like it was being filmed out of a out of a first generation android so it really wasn't uh a well i don't think it was a well thought out event right like i don't think the nba i think the nba wanted to put something out like the 2k contest to keep their fans happy in the hiatus until they can get back to playing games again but like in reality i don't think they really took into consideration everything sure i think it was a good idea like I, I don't I don't knock them for trying. Like you're trying. I I'm a sports fan. I desperately want sports. Like you're trying to give me that. But yeah, I guess, I guess it was a lack of I don't, I don't know, preparation or execution or whatever, but it it came out really badly. That in the um the 2K league is just yeah. boring too. I don't know. I mean, you know, these guys you know, with the 2K League, these guys aren't entertainers, you know? They're, they're basketball players playing 2K. I mean, it's it's a cool idea, again. And I don't In knock theory. them for trying. In it's theory. just, it, it's bad. Well, it, it's you know really what it, bad. You know, sorry to cut you off. But you, know, it, you know what it reminded me of? Sort of like when NBA guys, they stream on Twitch, except they were talking to each other. And in a way, the NBA 2K contest was more glitchy and more buggy, like in terms of the screen than the actual basketball was it was it was all just not well thought out they could have brought in better equipment better mics they could have had players i mean listen it's a it's an epidemic right it's you're not going to be able to go right to their house and get them supplies but you can send stuff you're the nba you could facilitate them with better supplies better broadband connections so that we the fans could get a better experience also I got to be honest, I didn't mind the talk between the players with the 2K contest. It just, there would be a pause every five seconds, so it was hard to get into. Like, if they had had a regular connection speed and everything was kind of 
like we are now, like on Zoom, I wouldn't have really cared. And I probably maybe would have watched 15, 20 minutes of it. But as it was there, it was just unwatchable. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was just bad. I don't know. Again, I don't knock them for trying. I desperately want sports back, especially with March Madness getting canceled. The NHL playoffs should have started last week. The NBA playoffs. I think the regular season was supposed to wrap up like today or tomorrow. So they were supposed we're to start time, soon. Yeah. MLB should be back. Golf, the Masters should have been last weekend. Um, I already said March Madness. So, like, this is, this is a heavy part of the year that we're missing. So I don't fault them for trying. But, like, you got to give me something better than that. That was bad. That was just bad. And it's not, it's not like, horse competitions from the NBA are such a wild idea because they used to have, like, horse competitions. Like, I don't remember when they stopped or, like, when they right. would have them. But, like, I remember, like, waking up in the middle of the night one time and seeing, like, an old NBA horse competition. Like, they used to have them. Probably at the but, All-Star like, game, I just, imagine. Or the yeah, All-Star break. this was just bad maybe you can look up on youtube old horse competitions like i think the last one they had was maybe like 10 years ago right but it was just bad it was just bad execution as you said like it was awkward it was grainy it was boring they were not really like it was again like no other word described it bad, bad, shout bad. out by the way to chauncey billups wife i don't know if you saw his wife his wife is and i definitely tuned out by that point i was like i was like wow all right all right chauncey okay i see you <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on, uh, we can do the concerts and sporting events being possibly canceled until next year. The bill's kind of out on that. I know they're leading towards stuff being canceled, large gatherings in arenas and forums and all that, which obviously makes sense. You know, Fauci and the administration right now want to be as careful as possible. They're optimistic, but... I just wanted to get your thoughts real quick because it seems like this might well, become could, a norm. You could point this topic towards that Seton Hall study that we wrote down, which is like, for those who missed it, I mean, it's it, it's concerts, but it, it applies in general. 72% of people said they wouldn't, according to Seton Hall study, 72% of sports fans said they would not go to a sports game until there's a coronavirus vaccine right sports games and concerts are extremely similar to the fact that you are like literally on top of people for three hours straight pretty much so if 72 percent of sports fans are going you can imagine that the percentage would be similar if not higher for concert goers right um especially with mosh pits and everything like people standing in crowds you ever see those videos on the iphones how they're you know they're, they're bobbing up and down like yeah, that's right. straight up just being packed in like sardines yeah so like the fact that you know, they won't go until there's a vaccine, which we're probably maybe a year out from, is is definitely going to throw a wrench into that. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know when we're going to see the end of this. I mean, they're talking about, I think, Fauci or somebody said that there could be sports this summer. They're, they're optimistic, be, yeah. There could be NBA, MLB this summer as long as you have no fans and players are, like, kept in hotels. I'm okay which, with that. I'm I'm okay with that, but if I'm an athlete, I wouldn't be okay with like if you're gonna go lock me in a hotel across the country like without my like this already stinks. Yeah. Now you're gonna tell me I can't see my family. If I'm an athlete, if you can't see if I can't see like my kids anymore, that would not be great. Yeah, I mean, I mean that goes into our next topic, which we can get into more later. But obviously, the MLB guys with the proposed cactus and grapefruit leagues would be in centralized locations along you know around Arizona in the spring training places 
they'd be in hotels, they'd be away from their families. So you have to factor in not only the public's view and what they want for entertainment, which, you know, the public, they are the blood of your organization if you're a professional sport organization, right? You you get ticket sales, you get TV ratings, which you'd still get with uh, no no crowds, but you also have to take into account the psychological aspect on the players and the strain there, you know? You're living, breathing baseball, basketball, whatever you do if you're just sitting in hotels going back and forth to the arenas. So that's something to take into account. Well, that's all. That's what it's all about in the end. Because if you're if you're a fan, you'll take sports no matter what. I don't like mm-hmm. personally. I don't care if there are fans in the crowd. Like, obviously, the the experience is better when there are fans there. But in the end, you're not watching to see the fans. You're watching to see the players. Right. So from a fan's perspective, obviously you're going to take no fans, but over no baseball at all or basketball, whatever sport you're talking about. But from it's it's all about the players, not only safety but well being. Because you know, are they going to perform as well when they're kind of depressed about the fact that they're stuck in a hotel room and they're not playing basketball? Are they, you know, are they going to be, you know, it, it, it it's not ideal. But for, again, from a fan's perspective, you obviously want it. From a player's perspective, you might not. So I don't know. It'll it, it, it'll be interesting to see. I guess we can just jump right into that and then for the MLB. Right, yeah. No, we could talk about the MLB. I mean, obviously, for those uninitiated, there is a proposed new league in Arizona being talked about. I think Japan right now is off the table. They were talking about going into Japan and playing there, the ballparks in the daytime because they play in the nighttime. But Japan is starting to go on lockdown. Um, So it's looking like Arizona might be the go-to. They'd be playing with grapefruit and cactus leagues based off of the geographic locations of the stadiums where each team plays in. And they'd be playing in centralized hotels around there where they wouldn't do anything else but play baseball, practice, and and do all that. So I just wanted to get your opinion, Jerry, because I know you're a huge baseball guy. And I know you said baseball over no baseball, no matter the circumstances, but how do you feel? It's it sounds like a great idea. I think it would be awesome. I mean, yeah, American League and National League is fun, but for a year, if you get to play a bunch of teams from the National League, like I, I think that would be a fun idea. Um, the only problem I have with it is that it's never gonna happen. Like it'll never happen. You don't think I so? think no, no, because I, I just don't think that. I think if we're at the point where it's not safe to publicly gather, publicly gather, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we'll see baseball sports for a prolonged period of time. I could see sports going on for like a month without fans, but seeing sports for a prolonged period of time without fans where athletes have to be essentially caged in, it's it's like almost in, like, I don't know. Because like not only that, these guys would be stuck in hotels. So like not only only can they not go home, but they probably can't even go out to the store because if you encounter somebody on the store that has it, then you then you become infected with it. Now you've infected everybody in the team. So basically you're stuck in a hotel. You're only interacting with the same people on a daily basis. I just don't think it'll ever happen. Like, I think it's a great idea in theory, but, and, and, you know, a lot of people that are like in the, cause I'm not in the know, but people that are in the know give it like a less than 5% chance of happening. Cause it's, a nice idea it'd be fun as a fan it's fun in theory but when you think about it you're like that's not really very realistic and i think that's the problem that the mlb is running into now too and the nba and other leagues in general that are trying to start back up is like these ideas sound great 
like locking NBA players in Vegas sounds great, but is it realistic? No. And then all, the whole thing with the Caribbean island, the private island, which only had about nine confirmed cases. But I, I find it very interesting what you said. A lot of people are saying this only has a 5% chance of even occurring. Just thinking about the logistics alone of something like this, right? You have to take into account the fact, and it is backed by health professionals like the CDC. This would need to be handled with extreme care. I'm talking about razor sharp, like go right from the hotel, right to the stadium and right back. You're not doing anything else. No detours, no stops. No, you know, maybe a probably I'd assume that the the players would have phones so they could contact their families. But besides that, you're only talking, like you said, to your teammates. And then the other side of that, like you said, is that psychological aspect where guys are having to spend prolonged periods of time with teammates. And I mean, I think I could speak for a lot of athletes among all sports when I say that chemistry amongst teammates isn't always guaranteed. And then you're going to be locked in a hotel room with a guy, say, maybe you don't particularly care for I'm just interested to see how it's going to like play out with the dynamic there if this even does occur, you know? One thing that I will add, though, is that not just baseball, but sports in general, the one thing to keep an eye on is the fact that Trump seems extremely adamant to get them back. Like, yeah. Excuse me. He said last, like yesterday, he's, he's now starting this... Um, massive committee on rebooting the economy and he's including um adam silver from the nba goodell from the nfl robert Kraft from the patriots jerry jones from the cowboys manford from the mlb batman from the nhl like all these commissioners and owners he keeps saying that he, he we need to get sports back he even said last night that he's tired of watching 14 year old baseball games we need sports back i don't know why he's watching baseball in a time like this but that's besides the point <laughs> um no but he seems pretty adamant on the fact that he wants to get this whole thing restarted, that he wants sports to come back. I mean, I don't know if some people might view it as rushing into it. I'm not going to get my opinion on it because that's not what I do here, but I don't go into politics, but right. I will say that's something to keep an eye on is the fact that he seems very much determined to get um, not just the economy, but sports back as soon as possible. I mean, PGA, is expected to announce this week that they're coming back in two months. So Right. I mean, I think also, again, you were talking about the meeting that he had with all the sports commissioners. He had a meeting, either it was yesterday or it was today, again, about having... First, it was the NFL. He really was adamant about having the NFL come back on schedule, which, I mean, I think I can say it without getting political. That's rushing into things. We should... There should be more planning involved with I, something like that. Uh, without getting political, but I, I I agree. I think I think it just it's something that's case sensitive. You know, no well, no other way of saying I it. I think that's what we have. Like you know, the goal being the NFL on track. I don't necessarily disagree with that because I think when you're thinking about it from a logical standpoint, like not logical standpoint, but like when you think about it from just what we know right now, mm -hmm. sports starting back up within the next 30 days is unrealistic right but three months from now we don't necessarily know so i don't think it's that unrealistic of a goal to you know and the nfl might come back with empty stadiums we don't know but i don't think it the season doesn't start for almost another five months so i don't think it's necessarily 
a completely unrealistic goal to have it not start maybe the exact weekend, but, you know, like within a month of when it was supposed to, because um, sure, when you think about it, like training camps and optional workouts are supposed to start within the next two or three months. That's probably not going to happen. But, you know, we're still five months away from the start of football season. I don't know how unrealistic, because I think it's irresponsible right now to claim that we're going to be quarantined in our houses for another six months. So I don't think for him it's that unrealistic of a goal, but I also don't think that he should be going into the mindset that we're we're 100% having football in the fall. Uh, Well, I mean, I think that sentiment also is extended to everything, and that is, I guess, one sentiment from uh, our president and again we're not going to get political here that i can kind of agree with you know with time you should slowly push because the economy doesn't really have breaks right you gotta slowly start to rubber band and get and get back up so without getting all political uh i just hope that our country can at some point bounce back even though it's slowly like i talked to the recent local guy from my diner uh the the manager of Osorio Jeros he said that you know a lot of people aren't going to be in a position to recover from this so without getting again too political I said that three times now but it's it, we gotta we gotta start getting back into the swing of things because I you know this this all is on the down downswing you know there's less reported cases now in New York State which we'll get to later uh there's less hospitalization excuse me in 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 new york state but we'll get to that later so i think it's it's really just a a a question of now strapping in and getting this economy back on the up and up i want to speak directly into the camera right now coronavirus i doubted you in the past i almost laughed in your face yeah a little over a month ago you've taken lives and you've taken sports very second to lives because obviously lives is more important if you take football the american public will not be happy that's all i'm gonna say not not me if you take football, the American public will not be happy. Coronavirus is going to take football. Everyone's going to be like, dude. The people in Tampa Bay are going to riot. They're all 85 years old because they're all retired down there. They finally have a good football team down there with Brady. If they take the one of the season, one of the two seasons they're going to have with Brady down there, the old <laughs> people are going to riot. They're going to throw their walkers in the ocean. It's going to be bad. Well, actually, Jerry, it's funny that you said that because they might have another form of entertainment down there. That's a beautiful segue into our unintentional another topic here. Uh, the WWE is being deemed an essential business in the state of Florida. They will be housing events with no fans at the University of Full Sail, and I believe it'll be free. Though I'm knowing uh, the commissioner of the no, wait, WWE. Sorry, they'll be they'll ha- they're not having fans. They're there? not having fans. Okay, then, yeah. Because Full Sail, I think it's a retire. It's some sort of a converted airplane hangar or group of airplane hangars so they have already wwe equipment in there i think it's a training center so they're just going to move all this stuff there and they'll have events with no fans but um i I, you know it's something i thought and i just want to get into this real quick that was funny was i was looking up for notes how they'd be doing this and why it was such an essential service i thought at first that it was maybe just entertainment for people in florida no quite literally people in florida need wwe for the economy that's one of the key essential parts of the lifeblood for Florida as a state is having WWE in there. Just think about that for a second. I will I will say this. Um, 
sports does affect the economy. Like, like yeah. the, there was all those stories about when LeBron left Cleveland last year, like, the economy of Cleveland, like, went down because people were spending less money on, like, Cavs games or going out to West Dennis and stuff. I mean, local sports does affect local economy, and I guess WWE probably is technically headquartered out of Florida for tax reasons. And when you look at when you look at revenue, um, WWE makes more than I mean, you don't have to consider it sports if you don't want to. But when you compare it to the NFL or the NBA or the MLB or whatever sports you want, it makes more than all those leagues. So you know, if it's state, if Florida relies on WWE for a good amount of income, then I could see that, you know. Because it, it's different because, you know, with no fans there, obviously no local restaurants won't be benefiting off the WWE being in right. Florida. But, but you know, for, for, for tax reasons, if if Florida does rely on it a little bit. But I just think it's, I just think it's funny that we should no, be team that's wrestling pretty hilarious. essential now in, in 2020. Well, I think we can get in because we've got time to this little debate. And this is a debate I've seen time and time again. And I've actually wondered this myself. Now, WWE has a Bleacher Report page. It has a ESPN page. Do you consider WWE to be a sport or a form of entertainment? I happen to fall on the entertainment side, though there are some mixtures of a sport in there. They don't even define themselves as a sport. They define themselves as sports entertainment. It's it's a competition for entertainment. It's it, it's not sports. It's sports entertainment. That's how mm. they define themselves as. So it's definitely not a sport it's it's definitely entertainment you're definitely right on that it's scripted you know you're not scripted per se but it's it's perform it's it's lightly it's scripted I imagine. yeah it's predetermined yeah i mean it's if when I, I i don't want to use this term scripted too loosely so I'll, I'll rephrase it's predetermined yeah i i'm I, it'd be interesting to see how tightly they script you know what i mean each show especially bigger ones like you were watching wrestlemania they got to script those out intensely you know yeah i mean yeah, I don't know. Uh, especially now too, where there's got to be a lot of attention to detail because there's literally nothing to focus on but the wrestlers since there's no fans there. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't watch WWE, but I- I'd be interested. I guess I'd be slightly interested to see. I feel like but, everyone's um, had their WWE phase when they were a kid. Like you have that span yeah, I mean, of time where you're super had, into it. I had a couple of video games, but yeah. you know, I never. Uh, I, I, I yeah this is this was the first time I ever viewed a, a pay per view WWE event and it was the first time I viewed a WWE event in general since I was like eleven. So can you say for the people, Jerry, was it worth the buy? Oh, absolutely, it was. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was sporty sort of. I mean, it was the closest thing I had, and I don't know. I got to see guys go through tables and get hit with bells, and Undertaker <laughs> buried a guy, which was pretty funny. So yeah definitely worth the ten dollars that i spent on it that was only ten dollars yeah i thought it was like 60 i thought it was like a ufc event actually it might not even been ten dollars i think it's ten dollars if i don't cancel my month one month trial oh wow i have to cancel that but i think i think you can watch it for free if you just do the trial interesting interesting wwe pandering to people in these tough times i always have trouble saying wwe i have to I have to like mouth it out like that. WWE. Either way, otherwise I say like WWE. WWE. Hey, that's that's Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon though. The guy is smart. He knows he knows money is tight around the country, and he knows yeah. people are bored and looking for something to watch. So he gives you free WrestleMania, and you watch free WrestleMania like Dude, me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what though. That's the opposite. The polar opposite of Dana White. Dana White's like coronavirus. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have one big card, and we're charging you one hundred fifty dollars per person, plus the ESPN Plus subscription. I'm like, what? 
Come on. Dana White. Dana White wants me to watch UFC, so he charges me like one thousand dollars to watch each event. It is crazy. It, there is no sport more expensive to get into than UFC. And I watched a couple events this year, and I spent. I feel like an insane amount of money. Like you buy a couple of pay per views, all of a sudden you're you're one hundred twenty, almost two hundred dollars. If you buy three pay-per-views you're now almost two hundred dollars down yeah. the drain when you include the fact that you have to pay for a separate subscription on the side hey dana like ease up a little bit man yeah dana fix your stuff man all right from me to you fix it yeah all right uh well we can get into our seems like last topic for the show or maybe last two topics obviously we were talking about mlb earlier but they've been dabbling and plan to roll out a study through, let me see here, Stanford University, USC, and the Sports Medicine Research and Testing Laboratory. They're going to test 10,000 essential personnel, athletes, and other people in the MLB organization to roll out testing for a, I think it is a testosterone or a hormone-released it's, uh, it's, IMG. And it's, something like I that. think it's just more like, I think it's just to like get a general like, you know, do these do these antibody tests actually work? I think it, I think they're just trying to get more informed on the coronavirus, and they did make like painfully clear that these antibody tests aren't taking away. They're not the same thing as a positive or negative coronavirus test. Like you know, if you're testing somebody for regular coronavirus, you're just seeing if they have it right now. These antibody tests are seeing whether you had it in the past, right? And if you have the antibodies for it, like it's not it's not taking away tests from like frontline doctors or nurses or patients that actually need to get tested for coronavirus in order mm. to find out if they have coronavirus. These are more for, did you have it? Like, you know, we're going to do a little research on, you know, how we can fight this thing. It's not taken away from tests from people who need it. It's, it's, it's a completely different task. To me, this could ingratiate baseball to the people. Like, I think this is a great move for the MLB, right? If you talk about, I know we'll go back to Trump real briefly Trump had talked about sports jumpstarting the economy. I think sports, in a way, could help jumpstart society, right? Because if you have an organization like the MLB doing this, they're helping out. They're easing the efforts with corona, I want to say corona um, recovery, right? Let's just call it that, corona recovery. Uh, I couldn't think of a better marketing, marketing period for baseball uh, a sport that I think personally, and you sound off on this, Jerry, because again, you're the baseball expert here. A sport that I don't think gets as much coverage as it should because it's, you know, overshadowed maybe by football and basketball, but a great sport nonetheless and a sport that I think m- might now be getting the attention it deserves. I think, yeah, I guess I'll press is good press. I mean, I think the MLB it's not a bad move i think it's obviously a good move it's a good pr move um i don't know necessarily how many people are gonna watch baseball because of this but again like i guess you get your name out there in a good way especially with all the crap the mlb has been taking over the last couple of months with this whole astro situation yeah, great great I think, bounce it, I think it helps i think it helps i mean again i don't know how many you know how how much it'll change viewership wise but improving your image is always good and getting in the news is always good and also, what? if you think about, sorry to cut you off, uh, if you no, think I... about the, right, if this proposed Cactus and Grapefruit League comes back, then you're going to see baseball being essentially only the one of the only sports going on for a while, too. So that might help boost ratings in a way. Yes and no. I mean, baseball Baseball is, you know, I, I, the, new, the new format is fun, but I don't know. 
number one, I, I, I don't think it'll ever happen. Number two, I don't know how many people would tune in because of it. And baseball is usually the only sport going on too. So I don't know. It, and actually it might hurt if they come back now, because if the MLB and NHL, or sorry, if the NBA and NHL follow it, people are going to watch that instead because that's playoffs. Number one, those are, those are not the NHL per se, but the NBA is a sport that people choose over baseball anyways. Right. And now that the NBA is in a midsummer like playoffs, you're going to watch like some meaningless August baseball game. You're going to watch the NBA finals. Like, I don't know. That's true. That's true. Or the Stanley Cup too. Well, one thing's for sure, man. This entire coronavirus outbreak has changed the landscape of not only sports, but of life in general. We're sitting here where we probably would have at this time been doing a regular podcast sitting in our room. We are doing a podcast over Zoom. Not saying it's not fun, not saying it's not a good episode, but it's definitely challenging, right? For everyone and a lot of the facets of life. So, you know, all you can do is is wait it out and and hope that this storm passes soon and we get baseball back, basketball, you know, we can have the summer to roam free. We can get out of our houses, you know? Yeah, and you too. Uh, But uh, I guess with that... Uh, you you want to talk about the the research study done by Satan Hall or I mean we kind of covered it. Yeah, we kind of touched on that a little bit already. Uh, I guess we you know we've we've gone we've gone for a while now. I we could we could we could end it off here and then have this be a weekly occurrence in itself. Uh, so I've been your host Jacob Cooperman. This is the inaugural episode of the Lolo Down Podcast. Come here. For all of your news, I of course. Am I in my just basement. realized. Sorry, I just realized that there's a camera over there. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been pointing I, to. I didn't, know, I didn't know why you were looking at that. I was like, what? Like the the beginning too. I was like, why is it? Where, what is he looking at? But this is actually a converted casting couch studio. So, anyways. Sorry, sorry, this, sorry to cut you off. No, wrap it's it okay. up. <laughs> it's okay. So we're gonna wrap it up now. Obviously, I'll do that again. Come here for all your news. Lolo Down, episode one, the inaugural episode. I'm here with my terrific host, Jerry Sullivan. We'll be giving you guys more content. And the production value will always be high. Always for you guys. Stay self, uh, stay, stay self. Stay, stay healthy, stay sane, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Bye.